Welcome to the Tuesday, August 10th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We have got you covered with a variety of action for tonight's games and maybe some stuff for the future as well. So settle in and we'll get you setting up to 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome, welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Solo episode of the podcast today. My name is Joe Fortenball. Thank you for tuning in. We always appreciate it. A reminder, no Daily Wager at all this week. We're back next Monday. But you can catch Tyler Folgem and I on BET, ESPN's digital betting show. You can catch it on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash ESPN Sports Betting, as well as on ESPN's Twitter page. ESPN's Facebook page. You get where I'm going with this. Next issue of that is going to be Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern as well as Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to take a look at a couple baseball games, an NFL future, and some NFL preseason to keep an eye on for later in the week. So let's give you something that you can get after today, starting with the showdown between the Minnesota Twins and the Chicago White Sox. I'm going to take a shot on the Twins here at plus 143, a sizable dog in a favorable bounce-back spot. Minnesota took three out of four from the Houston Astros over the weekend and then got shellacked in the series opener by the White Sox yesterday, 11-1. to So I like the bounce-back spot, but more importantly, what I like is the pitching matchup. Minnesota is going to send a righty out there in Griffin Jacks. Now, Griffin Jacks gave up six earned runs against Kansas City on July 3rd. He got absolutely blown out. But what I want you to pay attention to is what has happened since then. Three starts, 1.88 ERA during that time. And it's not like he was going against the bottom of the barrel. He pitched against the White Sox and the Astros during that stretch. He's been pitching very well, and I believe he's a little bit undervalued in this spot. For the White Sox, it's going to be the lefty Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel's first half of the season and second half of the season have been two wildly different scenarios. In the first half of the season, 4.25 ERA, which has since surged, to 5.24 in the second half of the season. In addition, Minnesota has had a lot of success this season against left-handed pitching. Third in home runs, eighth in weighted runs created, 13th in weighted on-base average. Given everything I just laid out plus the pricing, I'm going to take a shot on the Twins at plus 143 over the White Sox. Game number two in Major League Baseball, it's the Atlanta Braves and the Cincinnati Reds, two teams that have won five of their last six. Both teams are currently minus 105. I'll be playing the Braves in the matchup. Sonny Gray is going to pitch for Cincinnati four or more earned runs in three of his last four starts. But again, like we talked about with Keuchel earlier, I want to look at what Sonny Gray did in the first half of the season versus what he's doing in the second half of the season. Was rock solid for the Reds early. 3.19 ERA, opponent OPS of 691. Look at what has happened in the second half of the season. An ERA of 8.53 and opponents are posting an OPS of 900, all right? Sonny Gray is not a guy you want to get behind at this point in time. Atlanta has been very solid against right-handed pitching, fourth in home runs, fourth in weighted runs created, seventh in weighted on-base average. Speaking of the Braves, they're going to turn to the lefty, Drew Smiley. Smiley's been all right, 3.10 ERA over his last 10 starts, but look at what Cincinnati does against left-handed pitching. They're one of the five worst teams in Major League Baseball against lefties. So another favorable matchup when we talk about those splits. Braves minus 105 over the Reds. 
play number two. Now, if we look to the NFL, I'm going to go with the future in just a second, but I want to point to preseason action. There have been some very significant line moves over the last few days for some of the games that are coming up later in the week. Let's start with Thursday. Washington and New England are going to square off. The total in this game was 32. It's now up to 35. So this gives you an idea of where some of that early money is betting. On Saturday's card, Minnesota was a one-and-a-half-point favorite against Denver. The Broncos are now two-and-a-half-point favorites. That's a four-point move. Cleveland was a four-point favorite against Jacksonville. The Jags are now a two-point favorite. That's a six-point move. The Giants went from a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jets to a one-point dog. That's a two-and-a-half-point move. And the Chargers went from minus two to minus four against Sean McVay's Rams, who aren't going to play most likely Matthew Stafford and I believe Daryl Henderson as well. So keep that in mind. A lot of times when you see these early moves, this tends to be the sharper money, the sophisticated money, getting involved in the preseason market with the best possible numbers. And if these moves are any indication, the sharper sides are on the over in the Washington New England game. They're on Denver over Minnesota, Jacksonville over Cleveland, the Jets over the Giants and the Chargers over the Rams. Finally, an NFL future before we say goodbye, the Detroit Lions under five wins is even. I don't see six wins on the schedule. I have them as underdogs in all 17 games this year. And the only time they're a dog of fewer than three points, week six when they host Cincinnati and week eight when they host Philadelphia. The key here is that I have almost no faith in Jared Goff. First of all, the arsenal around him is depleted to say the least. Kenny Galladay no longer with the team. He's in New York. But I just want you to go through the process of Sean McVay and the Rams and what they did with Jared Goff. They won a ton of games at home on the road. Lots of success. Even made it all the way to a Super Bowl. And with all that in mind, what we generally see are teams giving players huge contract extensions, especially quarterbacks, because they've delivered that kind of success. For the Rams to not only say you're not the guy, but to trade him to Detroit, I think tells you everything you need to know about why Jared Goff was successful with the Rams. Remember, under Jeff Fisher, he was terrible. But Sean McVay came in, he put the weapons around him, he put a system around him, and he put him in a position to succeed. I don't think that infrastructure is in place in Detroit. I think it's going to be a big issue for Goff working through his progressions. He's not going to have the coaching. He's not going to have the play calling. He's not going to have the teammates. And he's going to be in a situation with a Lions team that is a long, long way off. I just don't see how they are going to find a way to six wins, especially when you figure in that their two most accomplished wide receivers, Tyrell Williams, who's never had more than 69 receptions in a season, and Brashad Perryman, who's never had more than 36 receptions in a season. Think about what golf went from and what he's going to. By the way, the Lions ranked dead last in both total defense and scoring defense last season. So that's something to keep in mind on the other side of the ball as well. So those are the plays for today. We're taking the Twins over the White Sox at a price of plus 143 taking the Braves over the Reds at a price of minus 105, playing the under five wins on the Detroit Lions, and keeping an eye on some of those big preseason line moves as we move into the first full weekend of preseason action. That's it for today. 10 minutes of the bets you needed, as promised. You guys get the opportunity. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. It helps tremendously, especially if you're enjoying the show. My name is Joe Fortenball. Thank you for checking out the Daily Wager podcast today. We'll be back tomorrow morning. And reminder, bet ESPN's betting digital show, 4 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday and Thursday. You can find that on ESPN's Facebook page, 
Twitter page, and YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash ESPN Sports Betting. Good luck tonight, everybody. Mm-hmm.